Welcome to the Murder Club for Beginners podcast. I'm Nick and I'm in Brisbane. I'm Mel and I'm in Melbourne and we hope you enjoy listening to our podcast. Hey Nick, how are you? Good Mel, how are you going? How's your week been? Uh, yeah, I have no idea. I uh, am feeling a bit uh, dead after my after my run today, so uh, I'm not sure you can expect a lot from me uh, this evening. Okay, noted, but good on you for getting out there and running. And uh, how many Ks have you done so far this week in your training prep? Uh, 25. Holy guacamole, we're only in Tuesday. I know, I've run twice, don't worry. Sunday I probably nearly did die, um, especially when I saw the dead black snake on the path I was running on. I realised just before I went to step on it that it, one, was a black snake and two, thank God it was dead because it had ants crawling all over it. Uh Um, Yeah, so um, that might have been a bit of a run where I actually ran a little bit faster. I can imagine. Yeah, that was hot and humid and today was in the trails and that was not fun either. Oh, I mean... Yeah, I'm going to steer clear of the uh, the snakes. And uh, you you said before it's uh, pretty hot up there at the moment and humid. It's Yeah, it's ridiculous. I think it got to 32 today, although I was driving in the car at one stage and it said 34 um, and it felt it. It is, it's still like it's trying to storm now, but it hasn't and it's not getting any cooler. Okay, well, we were 13 degrees this morning and humid uh so actually it felt a lot hotter and I turned the aircon on uh early this morning when I got up just to stop myself from sweating while I was getting ready for work and then (laughs) which which just always feels really weird and then uh it's gotten up to I think 23 so we've we've got a cool 17 it's dropping to who would know it's summer i mean for you definitely 34 is not unusual for brisbane but mm-hmm. yeah i don't know so how jealous. you run in it uh, honestly um i don't know if what i did today on the trails could actually be called running um <laughs> just just putting that out there um but yeah it is just it's ridiculous so hopefully, hopefully it's going to storm or I think it's actually supposed to rain tomorrow and I love running in the rain and I'm only going to do, I think I'm only going to do 5K tomorrow. I'm going to rest my body. Okay. Uh, yeah. Arresting the body being a 5K. My resting in the body is just not running, which uh, I intend to do a lot of tomorrow. Um, but following on uh, with the lovely ways to dispose of a body, I do have a couple uh, a couple of ways, um, and I know you do as well, but I mm-hmm. have a listener who, first time listening to a podcast, got really excited because they worked out how to listen to a podcast in the car, which I think is, is just wonderful. And they've sent us a message and they've said ways to kill someone, which, you know, as we've said earlier, we don't actually want to kill anyone, but I do think, you know, she's got a great uh, idea here and that's using wolfbane to get and to get rid of the body. And this is pretty cool. I mean, it might mm-hmm. be a bit messy. Put the ashes in fireworks and blow them up. Oh, <gasps> I love that idea. I mean, I, I know. Probably, 
clarify. I like the I like the fantasy and that idea. I can't actually see myself doing it. Just putting that out there. Yeah. Because yeah. if we wind that back, there's um, yeah. there's the the you have to find somewhere to cremate the ashes uh, to true. a point where it can you know get down to ash. Yeah. Mm. And then fireworks. I know. I don't know if fireworks are. are I know they're not. You have to have a license for them in Queensland, so you've got that yeah. whole aspect of being traceable. But uh, I mean, what a wacky way to go! I know. I do, I do like it. It's 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 you know thinking outside the box. I, I love this. Thinking. I love that yep. idea. That's awesome. And uh, tell me, what have you come up with? Well, actually, I found this. Um, I was doing a bit of research because. I was thinking about flesh-eating animals. And it turns okay. out that a search Google reveal and BBC websites reveal there's not a lot. But apparently if uh, hyenas top the list of the ones that would actually, if they came across a corpse, be likely to eat it. Um, so I thought, hmm, okay, but I don't know. I mean, if you had a pack, I guess they probably might devour the whole thing. Hmm. But I'm not sure. But the other one I found was... Uh, Molten metal, like an ironworks, a steelworks, or molten lava. Okay, so top of a volcano. Basically, throw the yeah. Body in. Yeah. And I out mean, of those three, it's actually the molten lava, which is the coolest. Uh, I think it's like uh, 1,200 degrees Celsius. That would still work as the body would um, vaporize. So it's got. It'd obviously have to be an active volcano. Well, so, obviously. I mean, because mm-hmm. the sort of thing I so there is do, a bit of risk in there, you know. Yeah. Just saying, you know, they uh, did happen to mention that that you know it would be hiking the body up there <laughs> and then, you know, making sure that you didn't go in with said body. Hold it! I'm not hiking up a, a volcano with a body. We're taking a helicopter and we're going to push oh, the body in from the helicopter. Come on. Oh, that's good, but that would mean that the helicopter pilot would have to be in on it too. So which one of us is going to learn to fly? I, I mean, I'm okay to, to learn to fly. <laughs> I've always wanted to learn to fly a helicopter, so <laughs> I'd certainly give that a go. Uh, but uh, I, I'm not sure either you or I could hike a body up a no. mountain. No, I don't think either one of us could. I think, yeah, I would have to go with the helicopter drop for that one for sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty good at backpacking, but oh, even yep. I would struggle with backpacking up a volcano with yep. 70 plus kilos on my back. Yeah, well, that's, you know, you've got to factor in the body weight, the height, and all yep. kinds of things like that because, you know, they, bodies do gross things once they're dead. You know? Oh, I know, don't um, they? So, yeah. Um, so reading, reading what the bodies do is rather off-putting for that idea. Yes. But apparently in South Tanzania, there are man-eating lions. Yeah, they don't strike all that often, yeah. but they have been known to take the odd person, you know, stumbling a bit drunkly home from the pub. And one poor old lady, she was a 50, I'm guessing she was pretty small. She was down um, doing some gardening and then all yep. of a sudden she wasn't. She was getting eaten by lions. So would the lion eat the whole body? So, you know, we've got to think. We want to get rid yeah. of a body so no one mm. is going to discover yep. bits or pieces and it's. Yeah, I don't think that would be a good one though because I'm pretty sure okay. they'd just probably have a gnaw, probably go away and come back and have another gnaw and, you know. I mean, 
Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, a bit messy. Okay. All right. So I know you're on the animal theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so we haven't hit payday yet, I don't think, with the animal theme. No. Um, but I do think the volcano is a pretty good shout. Yeah, so, yeah. Like I said, as long as you could get the body there and you are careful about, like I said, not going in yourself, mm-hmm. yeah, I do tend to agree that's probably one of the best we've come across. And, I mean, uh, I know people are going to think I'm stupid, but I would probably be the person who would choose an inactive volcano, so that's why I really harp on this one <laughs> because I'd be like, uh, Nick, Sorry, I think I isn't there meant chosen, to be lava flowing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and isn't it meant to be hot? I'd be like, oh. yeah, it would. Uh, yeah, okay. you'd be like, Mel, I shouldn't have left that to you. <laughs> we'd we'd have to do our volcano research. Yes, I could totally see us doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be, uh, uh-huh. it would be amusing. But I do have a question for you this week Nick okay. and I think I know how you're going to answer it <laughs> would you want to watch your own funeral oh I think that's a double double-edged sword there Millie um now it is curious so there's be curious to see who's living, up living funerals uh yep. and, and it's it's a thing uh, I do think it's a bit of a weird thing and it's complete with casket. So, you know, you get to lie down, open lid, check out the coffin, see if it fits, <laughs> is it silky inside? You know, is the colour um, suit you or does it wash you out? Uh, you know, do you like um, the wood on I the outside? Can I just point out that you're going to be pretty dead. So you're going to be made up anyway because, yes, you're dead, you're going to be washed out. It is true. Um, but... A living funeral <laughs> means that yep. you know you get you get to test drive your own funeral. Uh, God, I think I'd just rather you. throw a knees up. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a no for you. You wouldn't yeah, want to watch yeah, your own funeral. That's a no, and there's no way in hell. Like you, 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 I don't know if you've been to Costco, um, but you know, as you're walking out the door, you can pick your coffin if you really want to. No. And, oh yeah, yeah, it's a thing. And they don't have the full coffin, they just have a bit of it and what it looks like on the outside and I think pictures of the inside. But if you think I'm actually going to lay down in a coffin when I'm still alive, I don't think so. No, not this little chicky. So how much is a coffin from Costco? So if anyone doesn't know. I don't know, I'm not having a Costco funeral. (laughs) So do you want to just explain to everyone in case someone doesn't know what uh, Costco is? Yep. Okay. So Costco is a big bulk buy warehouse, um, obviously South America, but branched out here to Australia. Um, and literally you can get your own coffin at Costco. It's part of the things they do car servicing tires. They have optical stuff that they do. I think they even do hearing tests now. And apparently if you get bad news from the eye and hearing test, you can get your coffin on the way out the door as well. I, mean, I don't know if weird. they do the whole funeral process. I don't think they do. But, yeah, because having, you know, unfortunately um, parents-in-law who were recently deceased, um, coffins can get quite expensive. 
I mean, I, I think very expensive. I uh, when we were in the UK, my sister said to me, and I I think you know, it was just the two of us from a family point of view in the UK, far away from Australia, and she just sort of approached the conversation and said, you know, how how do you how do you want to get buried? Do you, or do you want to be cremated? I mean, I'd never thought about it before, but have you planned your funeral? I just said to her the cheapest um, way possible and the most eco-friendly. Well, apparently can't do what I really wanted anymore, which is a Viking pyra, you know, just put me on the flames. Um, but, yeah, me and Craig talked about this because we have wills, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I'm I'm getting cremated. I have no wish to be buried in the ground. Um, mm-hmm. Like we don't have children, so I don't see the point of a headstone or a marker. Yep. yep. Um, if he outlives me, he gets to keep me in a jar for a bit and throw me throw me over somewhere a, a nice cliff somewhere. For mm-hmm. him, not in the jar, he actually lets me out the jar. Yeah. And basically, he said the same. Um, and last time we had this conversation, we were thinking, well, we don't have kids, um, so all the money goes to the dog. And whoever looks after the dog probably gets a trip to somewhere like San Francisco because we'd like some of our ashes to be spread over the San Francisco Aww. Bay. Okay. I like that. I mean, shoot me out of a cannon if you want, but Ooh. I did say to my sister, give me a damn big bell though. <laughs> yes. You know, just in case I'm not really dead, I yes. want to be able to ring it and really ring that loudly. Bell. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Or pop a mobile phone, you know, one of the analog ones that has, you know, longer battery life, so I can <laughs> switch it on and and dial someone and just say, look, I think you've made a bit of a mistake, and you need to come back <laughs> and and mentally scar that person for the rest of their existence. Yeah, I do yeah. like it. <laughs> so uh, I know it's ridiculous, but uh, that, yeah, that's my only prerequisite: is either a big bell or a mobile phone, one of the yep. two. I, um, I do like that idea, <laughs> just in case they go the wrong call. Yeah. It has happened, so I can I mean, understand it has. that. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I learned from being in Edinburgh, that's what they, they used to do, but they it would be a bit of string on a bell and the bell would be up top, so someone would yeah. pull the string and ring the bell at the top, but... Yep. I'd prefer to be ringing my own bell uh, as long as it's loud <laughs> enough for people to hear. <laughs> and have you watched That's any funny. murder mysteries this week? Um, I started watching The Fall. I've only got three episodes in because um, apparently for someone who doesn't work, I'm very busy and important. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I can see what you mean. Um, yes, he's a very, very disturbed individual. Um, and he, unfortunately, the guy they picked to play him happens to be rather hot. So, so yes. yeah, Jamie Dornan, mm. uh, and yes. it's who's the female character? Who's the female actress uh, again? Gillian Anderson. Gillian Anderson. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, for anyone who hasn't seen it, it is dark murder mystery, probably darker than what we'd usually watch. Yeah, um, I have to say that. But it's very well written. The character interaction is fantastic. And do you find yourself liking him in a weird way? Not even because he's attractive, but you no, or maybe no, she dislike of, her more, do you think? Yeah, because she's um, you know, like she's like spades, definitely a spade. Um, 
So, yeah, I think, yeah, you're right. You don't want to like him, but you find a bit of yourself going, oh, oh, you know. Yeah. Not that you want to like him, but it just it just creeps upon you. And so that for me is great writing. Any writer who can who can achieve that that even you you like that character even a little bit, and your main heroine, I suppose, actually you're not really liking her that much. Mm. Um, I, I find her rather frustratingly rude and annoying. Yeah, yeah, she's rather annoying actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so that actually leads me into a question for you mm-hmm. and your writing. How do yes. you come up with the ideas for the book and deciding like which character is going to be done away with and how they're going to be done away with? <laughs> uh, I don't. Uh <laughs> So there's two types of writers. One is the planner who will plan every chapter out, plan your characters. Uh, They will know what's going to happen beginning to end. They will have a very deep understanding of their characters and uh, how they interact together. I do not write like that. I start a book. I sort of know where it's ending and I'm, and that's where I'm working towards. So uh, someone does die in my book. Uh, well, two people die, but someone dies a bit further on. And I didn't know I was going to kill off that character. I bought the character character in because it it was the right thing. I mean, I know it's weird, but it feels like characters talk to me, and that's you know. And then I layer them in the edit, so they are two-dimensional or one-dimensional almost in the in the first draft and then in the second I layer in more about the character and and things like that but I didn't know I was going to kill this character I I had no idea and then I was writing it and I just knew I so it just wrote itself I know that sounds weird but the book just writes itself when and sometimes that it's not what happens sometimes the book it's not that I get writer's block but I'm not sure where it goes so I have to put the book down and then I have to actually sometimes map it out and ask myself a heap of questions but uh murder mystery the one I've just written it 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 wrote itself um cool. and I think it really came down to I just had wacky characters and I really just enjoyed writing the book. I was giggling all the way through uh, and I wrote it in only a couple of weeks, as you know, uh, yep. and that's because I was enjoying writing it so much. Um, it's 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 sitting at the moment. Mm-hmm. I have read through it, mapped out the chapters now, and I know what it needs and I've started to move the chapters around, but the edit will take a bit longer, quite a bit longer because... I don't plan it. So it depends. (laughs) If you hate the edit, then plan your book. But, I mean, I hate the edit still. I still can't plan it. But the edit is what makes the book sing. So for anyone, my first book I wrote and I wrote my first draft and I loved my first book, I still do. But 
I sent it off to someone to read and there they came back and said it's just a first draft and I didn't even understand what that meant I was just like well I've written a story and actually the edit for any book is where the book has its color where it you start to make it sing where the characters really work together and you make sure the story is tight and then you'll do a third edit and a fourth edit and a fifth edit and by that point you're ready to throw the book somewhere at someone but (laughs) um yeah and then you'd have to get rid of a body and then I would have to get rid of a body honestly (laughs) I wonder there's so many ways could you just put the body in the garbage do you think if you were never like if you were in the middle of nowhere where the garbage is do you know like you know the side of the road I mean yeah I don't know because the garbage truck can come along I suppose I mean and it would go, and but it would get discovered when they went back to the depot and they emptied the truck. Yeah, and true. And it still probably wouldn't be, like, it would smell. It would have that, you know, decomposing and it would be flies. Rotting smell. Be rotting smell and, mm. yeah. We, no potpourri will no, ever, no, ever hide that. No, will cover that. No. 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 Um, I wonder if so, there's something that stops the smell of dead bodies. Like, well, wouldn't there have to be because they'd have to use something when they embalm people or, or more. Otherwise, more would be a really stinky place to work. I mean, I, I think it is stinky. Stuff in the air. Yeah. I mean, it would be stinky, but surely, like, there would have to, well, I'll have to do some research on that. I'll make a note I think that so. For the next one. Yes. What if you is embalmed it? the body yourself? Yeah. Would that stop it Um Hmm. Probably would, but you'd need to know what you were doing, I would think. I, I mean, and I would think I probably wouldn't. But it's formaldehyde, you know. isn't it, that you use to yes. embalm the body? Yeah. Yes, um, it is. Which is pretty so, dangerous. Yeah, that yeah, it could be I could end up two bodies knowing my like, you know, me and my measurements. I'd be like, oh, a bit of this. Oh, oh that might be I a bit know. much. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I have found an article on the internet from a website called listverse.com and Mm -hmm. it is 10 ways to get rid of a body and how they'd really work out. Uh, And it's interesting to look at because, uh, so I'll just go through them from 10 to 1. So 10, dissolving a body in a vat of acid. Yes. Um, we We can talk about each of these ongoing. Nine, pulling a weekend at Bernie's, which is mm. where what they drag it behind a boat or something like yes, that. Yes, they do something like that. Yes, I yep. did see this website. Yes. Eight, mm. the wood chipper. Mm. <laughs> Our personal Seven, <laughs> digging their own grave. Obviously, that's oh, not going to work yes. the way they think it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, six, Norman Bates' approach, which is... Oh, yeah. What was that approach? Um, that was just to um, basically she was sort of like mummified and kept in a chair. That's So I'm just reading it. So, Instead he let her yeah, body slowly de- decompose de- and pretended she was still alive. Still alive. Hmm. Number five, fitting them for cement shoes, which we're going to talk about next week because there's been, uh, in America, there has been some cement shoe bodies found 
in a lake in America. So we will talk about that next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, for calling a cleanup crew, obviously yep. we're the cleanup crew, you know. Mm-hmm. Re feeding <laughs> the pig body to the pigs. The pigs. Two burning the house down. Again, you'd have to have it at a super, super high super, temperature. Super hot. Yeah. And then, oh, I do love this one, burying a body beneath a coffin. Yeah, I saw that. It's like double, yeah, yeah. That's great. The the dig your own grave thing, I think they said dig the body 10 feet down and put a dead animal carcass five feet down so that if the police bring the sniffer dogs, they'll scratch and get the, you know, animal carcass and then once that's uncovered, that was probably it and off they go. That's a bit tricky, but what if they do ground radar penetration instead of, I don't know how deep that goes down. I don't know how deep that goes down, but, yeah, no, you need to, yeah, dig a very, very deep grave. You would, definitely. Oh, I'm loving this week and our uh, stories, and we've had quite a bit of engagement uh, I do have a voice note from one of our listeners, but I will play it for us next week when I am capable of putting technical things <laughs> together. I certainly <laughs> not sure I'm I'm really capable of that this week. And do you have any more from your running pals? Any? Um, no, I don't have any more suggestions from them this week. But um, they are listening, so I'm sure I will get told a few ideas or pointed out most of them just seem perturbed about Craig's safety and I have pointed out that Craig is perfectly safe for now he's just (laughs) and he's part of the murder club he He is he is you know he gets as excited as we do about the wood chipper and I'm sure in his head he is mentally imagining you in the wood chipper every now and then as well oh probably yes I would say definitely um yes I would think probably (laughs) (laughs) we were actually we're actually going through um murder mysteries last night and that one I told you about that we didn't end up finishing watching and we saw it and we both saw it and went yeah no we'll move on (laughs) fair enough (laughs) so yeah it is a shame yeah, he was watching, like, before he had to take a work call, he was watching reruns of Murder, She Wrote. So, yes. I think Murder, She Wrote is epically amazing. I can sit down and watch Angela Lansbury. It doesn't matter how many times I've seen that episode. Yeah. I, I just, just even from the sound of the start with the typewriter and there mm-hmm. is such a warm comfort of knowing she's going to solve solve the crime, that yep. she's going to do it well, that, yep. you know, she's probably going to ha- have some help from her friends. Yep. And it all wraps up neatly in 60 mm-hmm. minutes. Mm-hmm. I know. I mean, she, her timing is impeccable. Always, always. I did so, like when they started yeah. later in Murder, She Wrote and they started to bring her into New York. and Yeah, I do admit I like those ones too. And, you know, when she goes back to the occasional visit to Cabot Cove, mm. um, which is actually not what you think it is, it's actually shot oh. in California. No. Up there, Mend- yeah, it's shot in Mendocino in California. That's Cabot Cove. Oh, is Mendocino it in California. It's pretty. It's very pretty in real life. It's pretty. And it looks exactly, you know, the opening panning shot? Yeah. Um, 
that's exactly what it does look like. Wow. Yeah. That's fantastic. So is it, uh, so how long ago were you there? Uh, we used to go up and visit when we lived there. Yeah. Um, I think probably six months before I came home, we went up there for our last visit. And wow. Yeah, it's really, really cutesy and, yeah, little little town with little shops and restaurants and people go there for weekends and stuff and that's one of its claims to fame. Wow. So I think I think now there's like a tour, you can do some locations, but once you get there, yeah. you know, like that little white church is there. The house they use for her house is actually, um, I think it's actually some kind of museum. Um so, yeah, but, yeah, it's there, white picket fence and all. Wow. And is it, it so it's still quite villagey, doesn't have a lot of the big shops and have, things like that? No, 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 it doesn't have any big shops. It's still, like, artsy and villagey and, yeah, it's wow. about it's about a four-hour drive from where we used to live. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, three-hour, four-hour drive from where we used to live. So, yeah. Pretty impressive that they're still doing tours off the back of a TV show from the 80s. She oh, may have even plaques. I think there's a couple of plaques around town about wow. it. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, well, that is a lovely note to end on, Nick. Um, don't murder anyone. I won't. I actually had a quote that the best way to get rid of a dead body is not to murder anyone at all. I really like that uh, and that's what we're striving for. Yep. Perfect. All right. Uh, have a wonderful rest of the week. And you too. I will talk to you in between, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, I'm sure we will. You have a great week, Mel. All right. See ya. Bye. See ya. Bye.